I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Let us begin. We just trash you and me, ladies and gents. Welcome to the Football Ramble. Ronaldo has broken Ali Dai's record. And England return tonight. It's Thursday, 2nd of September. I'm Marcus Bell. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Jim Campbell. Why do birds suddenly appear when international football is here, Jim? I've, I don't know. I've, yeah. Someone not, would have to do some research into that. A lot of discarded um, food wrappers. I don't know. Yeah, probably that. Actually, that's I, the most likely. I think it is the joy and romance of international football. <laughs> that's why they're back. Is it fair to say this bit of and it always does at this time of year? Yeah. This uh, bit of this dose mm-hmm. of uh, international football just kind of appeared. You know, yes. What? 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 Suddenly? Yeah. What? It suddenly appears. You're only getting say. going with the with the Premier League. And yeah. Then here we go. Oh, I love international it. International football. No, no, no. It reels us back in. There'll be mm. people. Ah, oh, I don't want this. It's not a tournament. It's not. Oh, yeah, come on! This is what it's all about. <laughs> this I this is how you earn the tournament, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Ever since I left Wembley that evening, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> but more on England later, gentlemen. The big news, of course, is that Cristiano Ronaldo broke Ali Dai's record. Yeah. Uh, he's the the highest scoring man in international football history. He got the equaliser against Ireland. He got the winner against Ireland. Mm-hmm. A two-one win last night on the Algarve. 
Um, and he's got 111 goals in 180 caps. Mm. He even deliberately missed a penalty to shrug off that Ronaldo <laughs> nickname. <laughs> the uh, score from open play. The footballing gods just didn't allow it, did they? No. If you're going to get this record, it's going to be from a, a now trademark mm. header. <laughs> it's not going to be from a penalty. No. Uh, so, uh, so there he said, "I'm so happy, not only because I beat the record, but for the special moment that we had." So, do you think? On a percentage-wise, what percentage of him was happy that he broke the record or happy that they got three points in a qualifier? I think when he scores a goal, yeah. he's 100% happy for about three seconds. Mm-hmm. And then it, his ambition resets. And it's, the it's, next one, it's, it's yeah. forgotten. It's moved yeah. on from. He, won't, maybe, he already won't care. Maybe he's be... powered by like Sooness in his brain. Like yeah. Kind of like, well, what's next, Cristiano? What's yeah. next? Yeah, that could be it. Crunches. Do you think that... I? Th- yeah, I noticed in that interview, he never started it with, well, it was an important three points. <laughs> no, yeah. No. Very much not about Portugal. Goodness me. Although yeah. he does sort of... He does talk a good game about... Um, the, the wider picture of Portugal. Mm. So he's certainly from a PR sense. Well, you know, they're like Bob Dylan's band to him, aren't they? Do you know what I mean? He needs them. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo and the Portuguese. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what this team should be called, maybe. Although um, Bruno Fernandes wouldn't be happy with that. No. Have yeah. a bit of respect, Jim, for crying out loud. Um, he admitted that even he thought at one point he wouldn't break the record. He should have been wow. off the field for fuck's sake in that match. Do you think? Yeah. Why was he tiring? Because he because he slapped the Irish player. Because he missed the penalty. You, you cannot raise your hands like that. I don't, I don't know why everyone's sort of going. Well, he should not have been on the field. Yeah, it seemed quite odd, didn't it? This was uh, of course he missed the penalty in the first mm. half. Great save from Gavin Bazunu, um, who saved it with his face. Mm. Did he? I thought he. I thought he. I thought he had his arms up. Well, I thought he's. Yeah. Bit of he, all of it, wasn't it? Either Never or, a fine it. save. You it was a good, it was a good height. It was a good. It wasn't a great penalty, but yeah, it was a it was a fantastic save. Oh, but he leapt. I mean, he really yeah. committed. Oh, he's, he's he's a fantastic keeper. I think he got relegated with Rochdale last season. The season before. Sounds like a fantastic keeper. <laughs> he does indeed. Well, he's but, a fantastic keeper. He got relegated with Rochdale <laughs> last season. Yeah, I was yeah just busy. That's how you get your. Get, he's if only like need, If he needs something. a new agent, don't you dare apply for that. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about terrible agents yesterday on the show, but he's just twiddling the thumbs in Dublin because obviously the, last year the youth um, uh-huh. football didn't sort of get get started for a long time. But Pep brought him in. There you are. You see, is Come he on. in Portsmouth? I think. Yes, he's in Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. and again another relegate him. Uh, yeah. Relegate him. <laughs> another piece of evidence. Uh, but it, but he saved a Ronaldo penalty. He mm. delayed Ronaldo getting the uh, the record, which is only going to uh, rile up Ronaldo. Well, how, how I mean, you've got VAR in that match, as, do, yes. as proven later on. Mm-hmm. Why why is Ronaldo not off the field? So, I'm yeah, sorry, so, I'll, I'll drag it back to this. Yeah, so Dara O'Shea kicked the ball away. Yeah, mm. and Fine. then Ronaldo that's, that's a naughty off the penalty spot. But I mean, he tapped it away, didn't he? That makes it sound like he's hoofed it into the crowd. <laughs> true, he, he tapped it away. <laughs> yes, but uh, do you think Ronaldo? He has this kind of aura in which if the referee sort of he'll tell the referee if he can send him off or not. Yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think yeah, I think I think I think certain players sort of go, if whatever I do with this player, there'll be a shitstorm that I don't need in my DMs. Mm, yeah. yeah. Well basically Ronaldo then shoves him in the face, doesn't he? And he kind of like thinks about it and goes, Oh, I'll go down. He then, gives him yeah. a slap. He, he goes yeah. to give him a slap, whether it connects or not, he's off for me. I think it's a disgrace. I wonder yeah. if that's a case of the referees. Because they can always interpret rules as they mm. see fit, can't they? Maybe, yeah. maybe he's just got no interpretation I'm, I'm with that one. Sending Ronaldo, outrageous. Off. We've established that I'm should... not sending Ronaldo off while he lines up to take a penalty. He should have done that. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been, that been that, funny. I've never seen that before. That, that's always welcome in football, isn't it? Yeah, but that, well, but the, if he should go, then he, he should, should go. send him off before he takes. He should that take penalty. the penalty and then send him off and go that. Goal is not not on the record now. Ha. Oh, no, as he's just just about to run up and take it, go red. Yeah, hang on a minute. <laughs> just want another go look at that. Just tackles him as he takes it. 
<laughs> slides yeah. in with a red. We've established that Pete shouldn't be a football agent, but mm. post-match reporter, imagine that after he sat, stood there, you know, hands on hips, got the record, and you go, mm. do you feel lucky that you were on the field mm. <laughs> at, at the time to get the Ali Lai, more like. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but unfortunately, Peter, mm. justice wasn't done. And, unfortunately, uh, Jeff Hendrick bringing his VAR club form to uh, mm. the international stage. Oh, yeah, <laughs> poor old Jeff, poor old Jeff. Poor I mean, Ireland, Jeff. they put on a big big old shift, uh, mm. unfortunately, to no avail for, for them. Kenny said after the match that winning there would have been the greatest result in Irish qualification history because apparently, according to him, I haven't checked this, they've never won away <laughs> at a big side. And I thought, the greatest result in Irish... I thought, well, it's a bold statement. And that's the kind of statement a man would make if he was trying to detract from the fact that they are six points behind Luxembourg. Yeah, in yeah it's not ideal. It's I think, I think you'd, you'd probably say that Portugal dominated in that match, but mm. they didn't have as many shots as you'd expect. So I thought they played gallantly, even yeah. though they, they, they yeah. got beat. Well, Portugal tend to make hard work of qualifying, don't they? They mm. always do yes. it, but they, 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 make, they, they make you think they might not. But yeah. they've not. They've not even done that this time. No. Well, they threatened to, and then Ronaldo was like, hang on, I've got a record here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Ireland, they've lost every game. and it's Well, the, the, home, the thing is, though, with Ireland, they lost away to Serbia. That can happen. Yeah. That's, there's no shame. And then they lose away to Portugal. And Kenny's right. They put in a shift, and they're unlucky there, and a point would have been a great result, although close to all three, of course. So, again, those two results can happen on the road. You're playing decent mm-hmm. sides. Losing at home to Luxembourg. I know Luxembourg, quite clearly, are not as, as bad as they have been in, in previous uh, campaigns when they were whipping boys, but it was that that home loss against Luxembourg. Yeah. You know, it's a damning result. The thing is, you know, with Portugal and Serbia, yeah, you can lose both of those games, but that, that's it, isn't it? Mm. You've got no wiggle room after that. You need to mm. get some big results. Yeah, and I, it's just it doesn't look good, and it's a shame. I mean, I hope they can turn it around. It looks very very unlikely at this point, but mm. you, it's, it, you want you want ideally everyone that you like, even remotely, to be at a World Cup. Mm. <laughs> Which is why you're delighted, Mr. That, Blobby. Which is why the RAF, Cisco, <laughs> confusing. Yeah, they're all there. Which is why you're delighted that Qatar are the hosts because they'll definitely yeah. be there. I've got they lost FIFA '95 alumni Qatar, of course, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it's an odd one with Qatar because they got beaten four 0 off Serbia last night. Didn't even need Mitrovic to right. to to beat them. But they're kind of like a unaf- lot of clubs don't need Mitrovic to win, though, don't they? Historically, <laughs> what? You can only pre- play at one club he's, at one he's, time. He's the best striker in the championship, isn't he? <laughs> Do you know what his scoring record for international football is? Your body language Look is at amazing. Him. Look at him. <laughs> How Absolutely. You? Like an affronted gorilla. <laughs> Pete, get involved. You love him as well. I do love him. Right. I think he's limited, but he's, I love him. Well, aren't we all? Uh, <laughs> apart from Cristiano Ronaldo on the pitch. Um, uh, but Mitrovic, something like 41 in like 65. <laughs> He'd improve Arsenal, would he? Yes. No, he wouldn't. Right. <laughs> uh, but what I was going to say about Qatar is they're sort of unofficially in, in uh, is it Group A that Ireland are in? Is, that, a, is that what they're doing? They're playing a, the friendlies with the... Yeah. But like they're getting hammered. I mean, their preparation for this cup, it, they, it could be bad, mm. is all I'm saying. Yeah, we always say that though, don't we? And then sometimes it is. Uh, South Africa. No, we didn't say that with... Well... Brazil at least fooled us until the semis. Yeah, uh, wasn't including yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Russia, we were a bit concerned, but no, this is like this is different level. Yeah, you know. Anyway, let's move on uh, to to Denmark and Scotland. Two 0 win for Denmark. Uh, great to see Parkin Stadium in Copenhagen in full yes. voice again. Mm. It's one of the funny things, isn't it, about having had the really unique Euros that we had, where mm. it was all over the place. All of the grounds look really familiar. Yeah, yeah. And you, you get a bit of an emotional pull towards them, especially mm-hmm. this one for obvious reasons. Yeah, and and Denmark. Yeah, we talk about England having to pick themselves up, of course, after the Euros. Denmark were the same. I mean, Denmark 
semi-finals um, and they were they felt very hard done by with, with the manner of their defeat against England mm. and they were gutted absolutely gutted mm. but you wouldn't know that as I say they've, they've picked themselves up they were missing uh, Braithwaite and, and Dolberg I know Scotland will get onto them in a sec but they they, they looked very good and they gave him the old one-two in, in the first half and old Coisty on co-coms um, <laughs> there was a ball that was being played to the back stick for Denmark the, the, the left-hand post and he kept saying Oh, that ball tin, he's got to be careful. And then, of course, the goal <laughs> he goes wasn't in. Careful, though, was he wasn't careful, was he? As the ball goes, like, I, uh, who was it that scored the goal? Uh, Vass, Vass. Uh, scored the goal. As the ball goes off his head and into the corner, he goes, there you go. Like, he just says, like, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And it, uh, and it was a proper, the most genuine time I've ever heard. I hate to say I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Vittini was awful because he knew exactly what that. he was going to do. Yeah. He didn't sort of, like, jump. He, he just let his man... It was a good, you know, it was a good header, but he was completely yeah. unmarked, pretty much. And, and and after the goal went in, Tony's looking around as if, if whose yeah. fault was that? Yeah. It was yours, matey. I mean, Clark was uh, criticised for his tactics. I mean, they they only had I think sixteen available players because of COVID and injuries and and, and right. whatnot. And, and Andy Robertson, I think, was playing as a right wing back or something like that. Um, so they were in a bit of a, a, a spot. But as I say, Denmark had a couple of players out themselves. Um, interesting, Vass, it was his first goal for Denmark in 36 appearances. Quite a quirky little stat, that, considering mm-hmm. he's a bit of a utility man for them, but well done to him. And then the second goal, which was about 90 seconds later, it was delightful. <laughs> Myler with yeah. a beautiful give and go. It was Very a great tidy. goal, that. Very tidy. Intricate stuff mm. at its best. Um, but they're cruising old Denmark. Scored 16 goals in the qualifiers and... And haven't conceded. It's a bit of a rich vein of form for this uh, this Denmark. It was side. very very hard working in that match. Mm. Every time Scotland found themselves in the box, they were surrounded by like five players. It's like, how has this happened? Yeah, very... we also have eleven players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very weird feeling, isn't it? Like coming out of the Euros and into a qualification campaign that mm. had already begun. Yeah, you know, mm. it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that's starting yeah, afresh. Good point. It's good point. Yeah. Very, it's like very when they're already starting to play the basketball and the football and the Olympics when the Olympics opening ceremony is starting. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, it hasn't officially begun. <laughs> Does this account? If we yeah. still, can yeah. we just rub this one away? Uh, Scotland play Moldova at the weekend, which is a very, very important game. They would be favourites for that, and then Austria. Um, the next game after that, they're, they're chasing second spot. You would think behind Denmark because they're well, they fourth with five points, seven points behind Denmark, two behind Israel and Austria. So they're still in it. Mm. They're still in it very much. Again, it's not very it, little margin for error, though, isn't it? Very little margin for error. But you would think that uh, uh, certainly Israel would perhaps drop points, even though they had a good win um, last night. Uh, and Austria, yeah, uh, Austria, not a bad side, of course, they were at the Euros as well. So yes, Jim, you're absolutely right. It's uh, all to play for very much. Austria and Moldova's game was delayed last night because of a drone. Oh. Yes, big old drone. Not the first drone we've seen uh, recently. Honduras manager Fabian Coito um, moved his team's training session because a drone was seen over their training ground recently in, in Honduras. And uh, Honduran media has argued that Canada's spying on them. <laughs> How Presumably, do they know? Very Canadian. Were they, were they playing Canada? Or is <laughs> yeah. this completely unrelated? No, I, 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 I assume that's so. the Canadian the bl- government. Yeah. The, blades, the blades are going, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> You'll know if it was Canada because they'll apologise. Well, quite. Yes. well, this is it though. It only takes one dickhead Canadian yeah. to fly that drone. And Putin a goal in the, uh, drone in the sky. Yes. And Putin a drone in the sky. <laughs> But Austria, I'll have another crack. Go on. I'm Putin, a drone in the sky. Yes. Mm. Uh huh. We've what been to Canada. What's Vladimir? You should apologise to all the nice people that we met. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but Austria, Moldova. Yeah, delayed because of a drone. My goodness, it feels quite retro, doesn't it? It does a little mm. bit. Yeah, it reminds me. I mean, it reminds me of that uh, awful um, sort of happening: uh, Kosovo versus uh, uh, Serbia. Mm. Yes, uh, was it when the the, the the drone came over and uh, and the fight ensued and it was quite bad. 
Mm. Um, so, yeah, less said about that, the better. Well, I mean, it could happen again with Canada and Honduras. Let's keep up to date on well, what we, happens in the f- beef between those two countries. We know that Honduras, is, uh, their, their disciplinary record has been scrutinised before. I think it was at the 2014 World Cup when they were there. They were they were, they were stereotypes as a bit punchy. Mm. Uh, whereas, again, the Canadians, their apologies should... Um, kind of hopefully calm that down but we shall see Jim maybe they were the the, the one spying um, uh, but just briefly going back to, to Scotland Kim Little announced her retirement from the Scotland's women team after 140 caps it's not bad is it yeah, made a day and a few for Great Britain as well <laughs> She plays. She plays a bit deeper for the, for the national side. Mm. She's probably just like, I can't be asked to run forward because yeah. I am an attacking player. <laughs> one hundred and forty caps. That's a lot. You've put your shift in. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's uh, there's no kind of you Ryan Giggs ducking out of friendly. She's, only, she's, only, she's only thirty two. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, she, like she made a debut at sixteen. Like that yeah. is she's your adult life. Yeah. So far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from Mintlaw is in she? Aberdeenshire, which um, I've always enjoyed as a name. Mintlaw. Yeah, very good. Mm. Very good indeed. <clears throat> Gentlemen, uh, let's move on to France. One, Bosnia-Herzegovina, one. Great strike from Ed and Jekyll. Oh, yes. yes Come please. on. You almost forget about him, don't you? Yeah, well, in Bosnia and Herzegovina, they haven't because it was his 60th international yeah. goal and 115 appearances. And when I saw that, I thought, yeah, that's not bad. And then I thought, yeah, no, that is incredibly good. Yeah. Bloody Ronaldo <laughs> is skewing the stats again, yeah, isn't absolutely. it? Yeah. I mean, it's slightly better than one in two. Yeah, it's slightly better than one in two, and it's sixty goals for a side that you know. Our hasn't cigarettes, B and H. Is it? Like, I don't believe that's their nickname, the yeah, cigarettes. The cigarettes. Uh, how you know a side that hasn't been around that long? Mm. Uh, so it's absolutely phenomenal. Well, I mean, you know, he's played in all the games he's appeared in. No, sure, but they, as in, okay, as in, a, in, in the grand scheme of the international football landscape, a small side mm. uh, with no history, and no, no, they definitely have fans. <laughs> yes. uh, and uh, I, I'm just trying to add weight to the impressive stat yeah. because we need something to beef it up with Ronaldo and his abs getting in the way. Uh, but they, they couldn't, uh, they couldn't uh, win the game uh, despite France going down to to ten men. France um, got quite an odd equaliser. Did yeah. VAR confirmed it? It went over the line. Uh, but Jules Kunde was sent off at the start of the second half, and it was when it was one all. It was a red card. That's what VAR's there yeah, for, that's Jim. What it's there for? Upgraded from yellow to red, <laughs> very much so. When because when I when I saw him got the yellow, I thought, yeah, that seems. When I saw him got the yellow, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw Gavadar got yellow. I speak with all the words. <laughs> I saw that replay and I was like, oh, I saw studs, Jim. Mm. You saw studs? Yes. Wow. Again, very retro. Studs were up. Uh, well, they might have been Maldies. Uh, definitely not blades, though. Um, but yes. Uh, Jim, what do you think of Matt, uh, Matteo Guendouzi receiving his first call up for France? Yeah, good luck to him. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously is a bit of a funny character, but you put a lot of that down to him being quite young. So he showed a hell of a lot of potential at Arsenal. So I hope he can. You know, build on his career. Good luck to him. Yeah. All right. Okay. It's not what you wanted, was it? <laughs> I, I, I'm just surprised, but maybe you've calmed down from your nastiness you showed to Mesut Ozil. Oh, no, they're very different men. Okay. I'm enjoying the, uh, the the footballer uh, who, I think he got his day. De- did he get his debut yesterday? Chiumeni, the, uh, the oh, yeah. defender. He um, He's very young. Uh, but it just sounds when when um, the, the guy was getting sent off, he was just sort of standing around going, "Oh, annoying." But it's but his name is like men, eh? Eh? Oh, really? <laughs> men, refs. Are you, are you saying should play for <laughs> a, York, men, eh? a Yorkshire side? Enjoyable. Yeah. Did you see? It's the first time Olivier Giroud has not been in the France squad for a decade. Wow! Isn't that crazy? Despite his lovely goal for AC Milan. Lovely guy. Uh, recently. That's so, not what uh, they want him for, though, is it? It's coming off the bench and causing chaos. 
and other people scoring. What? So since Giroud started scoring goals, they're like, "This is not what we want." Yeah, it looks that way. Doesn't Don't it? take it's away the goals. What we're seeing. That's yeah, what we're seeing. Yeah, two goals. Oh, very good. Interesting. Ooh. Very interesting. At Norway, uh, they drew one all with uh, the Netherlands. King Louis is back. Uh, Van Hal's first game uh, in his third stint as manager. He didn't get off to a great start, of course, uh, with a one-all draw. He said after the game, we may think the orangey is the best in the world, but it is not. I don't think no anybody's thought that. that. No yeah. one's thought that in a long time. You know, I mean, yeah. it's... Uh, but I get the sentiment. Yeah, I mean, it was Louis Van Hal that said that, not Haaland, right? Yes. Because yes. <laughs> it seems more like the sort of thing Haaland would yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Everyone says the Dutch are good, but I actually think they're a bit shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'd like to see him and Van Hal in a kind of... Uh, Cluff and Reevy kind of <laughs> weird out at each other. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Harlan did say, though, uh, in the post-match, I think I broke Van Dyke's finger. He came up to me and said, in hell, I think you broke my finger. I've no idea how it happened. It was actually a dislocation, oh, I believe, of the, of the finger. back end, did it? It did, by the side of the pitch. That's I think disgusting. it might have been just before or just after the half-time break. Either or, yeah. That's, gonna, that's a swelling. Well, it depends. some of them can be mm. quite... Uh, Quite neat, if you Ooh. see what I mean. <laughs> a neat disclosure. Yes. finger. I have put a man's arm back in his shoulder socket before. Have you? Really? Yeah. Wow. Did yeah. you take it out to teach him yeah. a lesson? Well, I just sort of, how does this work? Let me, oh, okay. Whoop, whoop. And I put it back in. <laughs> it, it happened a number of times. Right. Uh, right. It, was on, it was one summer when I was in a camp in America, Jim. Right. And uh, it, it kept happening. So it was like, yeah, we can't just keep doing we this. We can't just keep doing this. Yeah. Did, uh, I it, mean, ha- it happened when he was, he was like, he was, we were doing some sort of maintenance jobs of that. He was like watering the, the garden. Mm. And as he was watering, his arm went out, and they just kept. And I was like, "I think you've got enough water in it." Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, oh your, no. your arm's very long. <laughs> so you just pulled on a man's arm without any medical training? No, I popped it back in. Do you know how to do that? Uh, evidently. Has <laughs> <laughs> he, is he still sick. got the arm? I was about one of about ten people that did it, and right. we were all like, "You need to go yeah. to the hospital now. Yeah. This is this has not solved yeah. it." Because sometimes it can be solved, bang there and then, because it hurts <laughs> for that moment, and then you're okay. Yeah. In fact, it can be excruciating. Uh, if I feel, I genuinely feel sick. Yeah. Why would you not go to hospital in that situation? <laughs> Why? Are you in America? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Yeah. So no, yeah. Did yeah. you charge? I'm him? not bailing you out, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we do a whip round? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, that, yeah. But, but Van Dyke was okay. He, he did have a post-match interview on Dutch TV, which was interrupted by a fan running on screen asking for a selfie. <laughs> which he, he just he, him, wasn't he? He pushed him away with one hand without mm. looking at him. <laughs> the finger was fine, and that's exactly the kind of yeah. you know, thoughtful defending that you get with. I was about to say, he that... sees he wasn't even like looking at him. He just knew he was coming yeah. to get out. That that go fan away. now knows how many a forward feels. Just yes. go away. Go don't away. get near yeah. me. He's, oh, he's barely moved. Yeah. He completely <laughs> shut me out. That match was obviously billed. We talked about Lukaku versus Van Dijk on the weekend. The battle of two big, beautiful boys. Well, we had two big, beautiful boys again with Van Dijk and Haaland. Yes. Haaland took his goal very well. Ridiculous. That, the, the, the control. The touch fortunate, you could say, because Van Dijk, I think it was Van Dijk, who nearly, he nearly got him, just got a touch, but... They are the fine margins. Yeah. When you see a striker like Han bring the ball down under that pressure and just knock his shot away. It's like, I mean, you, you have to Oi, watch it. Keep re- an eye on that one. Yeah. You have to watch the replay, don't you, in slow motion yes. to see exactly what he's done because you see, he operates really, really well in a tight space. But it's almost like the, the top players like that, it's like they do everything so much faster than mm. the other players that it's, it's, it's as if they can play in slow motion. It's as silky as FC UK, Jim. Indeed. Uh, Group G is wonderfully poised, though. Turkey on eight points. Uh, Netherlands, Montenegro and Norway all tied on seven. Norway have not qualified for a major tournament for a long, long time. Any guesses, gentlemen, when the last time Norway qualified for a major tournament? I'm thinking World Cup and Euros, baby. 
We'll even chuck in the UEFA Nations League if you want. Or the 80s or something. Uh, you're going to... 1998. Wow. Oh. 1998. And they beat Brazil in France. Who was in that team? Come on. Tori Andre Flo. Ah, oh, yes. That'll, that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> that'll do it. Uh, yeah. Would Solskjaer have been in that team? I can't remember, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he surely be, yeah. he would have been, yeah. Was he? I can't remember if he was at that time. I don't remember him being or... at the World Cup. So maybe, maybe he was injured, injured or something. Perhaps, but yeah. yeah. But Flo was definitely there. He scored against Brazil. Yeah. Uh, Helveg as well, I think, got the penalty. But anyway, yeah, it's a bloody long time. They're a really interesting proposition, though, aren't they? Because if you add, you know, Haaland and, and Odegaard, mm. um, it, it's, it's a bit like Wales with Ramsey and Bale. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, it really, yeah. really elevates them and it, mm-hmm. it, it, it makes that group a lot more interesting, for one thing. It does, yeah. But, but it also, we sometimes group them with the other Scandinavian sides in Finland in that because obviously Finland uh, qualified recently but you th- think of them in, in light of Iceland who have obviously qualified major tournaments recently Sweden and who sort of pop up now and then and Denmark again long time since Norway they've been yeah. pretty piss poor on the international stage um, but there we are but uh, Turkey top of that group which yeah, is a, yeah. a blow for Andy Brussel isn't it that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the way to mending his reputation indeed yeah we mentioned Martin Odegaard there he explained recently why he chose Arsenal Jim, he said, I wanted stability. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was there as well. He's, <laughs> he's played for us. I wanted to settle down somewhere with a lot of good players who want to establish the club back in the top with a good manager. That's why I think Arsenal is pretty perfect for me. I moved to this desert because yeah. I fucking love swimming. Yeah. <laughs> Drank the Kool-Aid, didn't he? He's gone mad. Yeah. This was great, though. Fine. I moved to this t- desert because I love gardening. I'll take, I'll take mad good players. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't care how you get here, just mm, get here. Yeah. yeah. Jim, are you, are you, um, <laughs> were you pleased to hear that, uh, that there are rumours um, this week that Meza Ozil is in advance talks with international production companies for a documentary that would partly cover his last few years at Arsenal and the story behind his exit? Mm. I, I smell a crown funder. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just let it go, Mesut. <laughs> My God. Oh, dear. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it is. It really is. Um, well, uh, of course, if you like European football, do check out On the Continent today. Dot and Lars Sivertsen and Nicky Bandini are wrapping up the transfer window in Europe. Uh, they're discussing Ronaldo's legacy at Juventus and which under-the-radar transfers you should know about. So get over to Football Ramble Presents to catch it. Right. Let's have a quick break. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's transfer deadline day. Ashwood City are drifting under manager Sven Joran Eriksson and chief executive Patrick Nolan is willing to do whatever it takes to turn things around. Oh, look, it's just for a season or two, you know. We, we get them really cheap, you know, 10% of what they're worth in some cases. And, I mean, the sponsors it would attract as well as the cachet. Patrick Nolan, MBE, stop talking. This is a fucking Tevez and Mascherano player heist, pal. In the award-winning football mockumentary, The Offensive, the thick of it meets the Premier League, and things are about to reach breaking point in the boardroom. That's the rules, Woody. Oh, so now we like the rules, do we? Woody, you can't just move a piece and make up how to play. Oh, well, you don't get to tell me what I can and can't do. No, move that back. Oh, fucking get off. Don't touch my pieces. You're cheating. What, you're cheating. Cheating. That's oh an invasion God, of my not pieces, cheating. that. You're Stop cheating. fingering my bishop. You oh, don't know where he's God. been. It's not... Oh... Start your Ashwood City journey and listen to The Offensive wherever you get your podcasts. The Offensive is a stack production. Good morning, Glenn. <laughs> something your mum doesn't know. Yeah. Oh, welcome back to the Sound of the ramble. summer. Welcome Sound back. of the fucking welcome summer. Welcome back to that man. Oh, yesterday. <sighs> Get him in there. <laughs> right, it's emails. <laughs> Is it fair to say that is straight out of the one-eyed Willie hit book? Peter? One of my favourites, to be mm, quite frank. Great. It sounds a little bit like Guy Garvey fronting a miserable Scottish band. Did the Scottish um, the honey no World uh, Cup, um, World oh Cup, Delamitri? Uh, Delamitri. Delamitri. I think it was more of a sort of sugar. Yeah. Do sort of vibe. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Um, hello to Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, when I was a teenager working at Sports Direct. When I was a teenager working at Sports Direct. No, no, I like your new email, boy. Yeah. Go on, do it in a Carlito's way. No, style. it's going to distract from the excellent story. When oh. I was a teenager working at Sports Direct, an old French lady came up to me asking for help picking out some trainers. She couldn't really speak English, it was, so it was a challenge helping her, her out. As she was talking to me in broken English, her son walked up to us. It was none other than Hattembe. 
Benar. Come on. Come on. Here we go. As I was trying not to be all starstruck, Hatem, in his slightly better English, was asking me if this £20 uh, women's Puma trainers was any good. I was essentially responding, yeah, I mean, it's a size six. Uh, sadly, I didn't find out whether might give the players a discount or if their kitchen cupboards are filled with the big mugs. Oh, Hatton Ben Arthur. Fantastic. Discount trainer shopping for his own mother. I like I like the idea that he was just kind of just misbehaving. Yeah. Even his mum can't control yeah. him. Uh, look, if you're going to go out buying trainers, I'm going to come with you because you keep getting barred from shopping centres. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Waving a big brolly around. <laughs> I'm Hatton Ben Arthur. I'll do what I want. You know, those sort of kids who would like go out causing mischief. Like the aim of their day would yeah, be like mischief. to get someone to chase them. Yeah, 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 yeah. sort of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Max in Bristol's been in touch and he says, as you, as you were discussing fantastic non-league clubs on Tuesday's show, I thought I'd mention the mighty Cheddar FC, mm. a.k.a. the Cheese Men, who play at the Theatre of Cheese. Yes, this is all real. <laughs> I live in Bristol and have been trying to settle on a non-league club to follow, particularly while my team, Bristol Rovers, are managed by a not very nice man indeed. <laughs> I went to see the Cheese Men defeat Hengrove Town 4-2 in a belter of a game two weeks ago. Worth checking out their Twitter feed as well. When Canton Town thought they'd scored a last-second equaliser, however, the ball didn't quite cross the line. Q Cheddar FC changing their profile picture to a picture of the ball not quite crossing the line following angry tweets from Wincanton Town fans. Amazing, petty and pure non-league. <laughs> Up the cheese, man. Cool. That would that would grate on you, wouldn't it? <laughs> Very good. Thanks. Very good. Pre-written. Anyone? Pre-written that one. Wasn't. Off, it was just off the off dome it. piece. Off the dome. I was actually thinking to myself, I was in Stilton recently. What, what was it like? That one's not as good. No, I was, I'm just saying. Well, what do you do there? No, Give no, some information. Give some colour. It's a little village. Yeah. Uh, is it Cambridgeshire, I think? Yeah. Nice. Well, you went there. Yeah. 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 I just couldn't remember the county it was in, Jim. Fair enough. Right. Shout out blue veins running through this town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it smelt there, I tell you. Shout out footballramble.com for all that kind of goodness. Right. Goodness. All Eng- that caper. England return, Jim. Mm. Have a bit of bloody respect, would you? <laughs> Crying out loud, they play hungry tonight. Um, it's the first time since that final against Sicily at Wembley, of course. Now, Gareth Southgate has urged his players to avoid swanning around after their run to the final swanning of the Euros. Around. Do you think he's speaking directly to Jack Grealish there? <laughs> <laughs> Got your big move, didn't you? You've yeah. been on holiday, mm. you've been snapping away on Instagram. Don't you think that you can't put in a shift for me, boy? I, I, I will know. bench you, young man. I think encouraging Jack Grealish's adorable Jack Grealishness is probably actually the best mm. way to get the best out of Jack yeah. Grealish. Mm, maybe. Please do swan around. Yeah. You will be protected by the Queen. Do swan responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Unless she snaps your neck, of course. Remember that time? Uh, maybe uh, It was some sort of bird that she goes hunting. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, I mean, you're fine, but you didn't... It was during International Week. They were, they were all suddenly appeared <laughs> and she was like, I can't have this. <laughs> the way wow. you worded that was like she just walked down the park one day, just yeah. snapped a swan's neck <laughs> and <laughs> gone, remember, I can do this at any time, to any one of you. <laughs> like it's... <laughs> Excellent, Queen. You, be- you belong to me. <laughs> you be- Tonight you belong to me. Crack! Yeah. Anyone else want a bit of bread today? <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, we're England are playing tonight. Uh, yeah. uh, well, yes, but it is exciting to see the boys back together, Peter. They gave us such a cheer in the summer. Obviously, ended in disappointment in the final. I feel okay about it. I think some people, maybe that's just me getting old. Yeah, because so you're on. the most England man I know. Mm. Do you think? In terms of like how how passionately you love the the, the national team, yeah. and you seem to have made your peace with it very quickly. Pretty zen about it, Jim. Yeah. I think that's that's getting older. Being I think I've said at the time, being at the stadium, like I actually found that quite helpful. 
Yeah, because mm. uh, you kind of yeah. I think yeah, you feel somewhat more of a part of it, even of course you're not. Really. Which it also, I think it's also worth noting that you are one of the few people that were were quite luckily away from all the trouble, weren't you? You didn't really see much. Well, of no, it. I wouldn't say one of the few. I'd say one of the majority. I think right, the majority really. of people probably wouldn't have have noticed what was going on that night, but obviously um, stuff did. The, the, the frustrating thing, I mean, without going over that again, but I think the frustrating thing was that I think that was. I think it was rightly reported, but perhaps a bit overblown because it was it was quite a small pocket. But in that pocket, it was horrible. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, it's it's a way in Hungary tonight. There are uh, it should be a full house in in, in Budapest. Uh, but yeah, I think I think um, I, I think it's been lovely to see England uh, re- return because they gave us such a good vibe, and and there is still that 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 good feeling. You know, Southgate's still in charge, but this is a, this is a test now to to sort of pick themselves up and go right, lads. We can't just go on reputation. We can't just go on the, uh, that sort of good feeling or, or whatever. We've got to beat San Marino and Andorra. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how you recharge the feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Essentially, it's it that is. you create, Hammer you San recreate. Yeah, you batter San Marino <laughs> to the point where they just give up and go, oh, you know what? Let's just become part of Italy. I don't know. I don't know how it works there. But um, most serene, not after this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like. <sighs> I guess it's very easy to get used to the idea that England should be in finals and semi-finals, but you can't coast to that. You know, you have mm. to take these things seriously. You have to just, you know, just be as just focused and just tweaking everything as much as mm. possible. And I'm actually I'm excited to see England in a qualifier. Mm. And I've not said that in well, I don't know if I've ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> but they've got two big qualifiers coming up. In between is Andorra, which obviously you're expecting will win fairly comfortably. Ski resort, in fact, very comfortably. Mm. Um, but they've got they've got Hungary away and Poland away. Uh, which are the two tougher games, and mm. I think that's probably good that they they've got those games because I think if they'd have started with a couple of sort of more straightforward ones at Wembley, yeah, mm. then again they're that sort of potential sort of coasting feeling. But Hungary are the two che- bum cheeks, and Andorra's the little little flare going up there. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. nice little throwback to uh, that chap who. By his own account, had a wonderful day. Yeah, it's risky, but, isn't it? But by doing, other accounts, doing that kind of drug and then getting your bum out. I was about to Lord. say it was quite I mean, deviant will, behaviour. Or goes right through you, apparently. <laughs> that, that, that will probably be mentioned at his, at his wake. You know, what yeah, I mean? that's yeah, like, yeah, that will be the, the most notorious yeah. thing that man ever does. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you see that Calvin Phillips was uh, the England men's player of the year? I did. Handed, uh, he got handed the ball by uh, Declan Rice, his midfield partner oh, in the Euros. He then sprayed it wide. He did. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's nice to see one can forget just how good those two were oh they were great because again England can say well you know that that Italian side weren't sort of a sort of a vintage Italian side but you look at the England two in the midfield I mean I had doubts at Rice at international level for a bit he's proved me and a lot of other people wrong I think although some people were were, uh, very hopeful for him and then Phillips there was question marks would he get in the side or would he get in the squad sorry as, as opposed to the side and people disappointed with the way Southgate uh, approached the game. But those two, I mean, they were brilliant. Absolutely brilliant, the whole tournament. So I'm glad uh, Phillips got that um, award. Well, I mean, he, he only was, made his he, debut last September, for crying out loud. Well, he was the first on the scene with uh, the, after Saka missed his penalty. Mm. He said, lift your head up. We yeah. think the world of you. Yes, and oh, we do. God. We, we, we oh, God. Oh, God, I'm going to cry. Yeah, it must be nice for Saka to get away from Arsenal for a bit, Jim. <laughs> Probably is, yeah. Far <laughs> less yeah. stressful. Yes, indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, we're looking forward to... Uh, to that, yeah, very much. International so, yeah. football after a, a few days of just deadline day nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So we move on uh, back to club uh, football again. Did, did you see this story? This is naughty. Naughty. This is very naughty. According to Di Marzio, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt gave Lazio a fake email address on purpose so they could tell Philippe Kostic, who is desperate to move there, that no official bid came in. 
I mean, it's risky, isn't it? That's yeah. a lawsuit. That's and, and it's, yeah. and, that is, isn't it? And footballers are independently wealthy. He could probably mount some challenge to get his contract torn up. Yeah, mm. Then he gets a big golden hello at the next club. Lovely old job. It, mm. it also, in, it really rests on no one asking any questions about anything, yeah. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you get that? It's not a good scheme. Yeah. Well, Kostic's agent found out and sent the players screenshots and absolutely furious, of course, and he's refused to train. Mm. You know, on track Frankfurt's uh, defences, mm. they made counterclaims that Lazio missed out the K in Frankfurt and sent the offer to the wrong address. <laughs> well, then how could how could they know that though? Yeah. If someone sends an email that doesn't get to you, you you'd get out an offer. You don't you? know what they. You'd get a, you'd get a bounce back, wouldn't you? Well, but you wouldn't. You, well, you wouldn't get anything, would you? If mm. someone sent me an email oh, and, they, yeah. and they missed a letter out of my name, mm. how am I ever going to know that that happened? And mm. how am I going to know what letter they missed out? Jim. It all seems very fishy. Yes, you should some sort of pro bono offer here because you'll win this case straight away. Jim, <laughs> that Imagine oh, that. Yeah. Ima- that's how bad this is. Yeah. I can and that's, that's why I didn't get live at the Apollo. That's why I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it really is piss poor. Yeah. But that's really bad. Get them in jail. It's, it's risky. It's a risky move. Uh, and th- it sounds like it's all blown up in their silly faces. So yeah. I hope he gets his move. I do as yeah, well. Same. Saido Berahino got a move. Saido! Saido! He's gone back to... She- well, I say back. He's gone to Sheffield Wednesday, but it's lovely to have him back mm. on the scene, Jim, with it is. Saido. Yeah, I hope it goes well for him. I feel like I've been saying that every time he moves. <laughs> yeah, indeed, uh, yeah. Uh, Sheffield Wednesday, of course, in League One, which shows you perhaps where Berahino's at the moment, but we know he's got a bit of talent, so hopefully uh, they can unlock that. He spent the last two seasons in Belgium uh, after leaving Stoke. Um, better news for Jack Wilshere is he's now trailing with newly promoted Sarah B side Como. Uh, in the hope that he will get a call from a Serie A club. Yeah. Dennis Wise is involved at Como, uh, which is, I think, how this came about. Right. Mm. Tell you what, old Den knows what's good for him. Yeah. Maybe he maybe saw that interview. Who well, knows? Maybe he saw that interview. And also, I assume that's late Como. Come yeah. On, you turn up there, and you, even if even if like Milan called you or something, you'd be like, Do you know what? I think I'm okay here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Enjoy it, Jack. Just bought a board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, genuinely, though, I mean, I think we all would like Jack Wilshere to to get his career at, li- at least to the point where he's playing. You know, yeah, it's he's so twenty hard reading, reading, reading. What you know, where he is. And Daddy, <laughs> you can't even bring yourself story, to do that. Could you? That whole story. Uh, I, I I'm a little bit more cynical than you, Jim. I didn't necessarily care for that story. Right. Go on, really? I what thought was it? A little bit silly. What when? Why? It's just kind of you know pulling at the heartstrings, saying that he, my son asks why I can't get moved to a football mm-hmm. club. It's like you can, you just need to be a bit more realistic about your expectation when it comes to wages, no? I don't know. I don't I don't know these mm. personal circumstances. No, Quite possibly, Peter. Mm. Quite possibly, Jim. Mm. I'm going to sit on the fence. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, apparently some non-EU passport problems, though, for Jack Wilshere. So it means he might not get a move to Serie A, which is a great shame. Mm. So, so that Weatherspoon's bloke has put the tie back off. That's <laughs> essentially what Indeed, happened yeah. there. So I'm choosing to read that. Indeed. Gentlemen, let's finish the show going to South America. Did you see that the Paraguayan coach uh, Celso Ayala had his team River Plate Asuncion help propose to his girlfriend yes. the other night? Mm. She said yes. It's quite a nice way of doing it. You yeah. have to do it at the start of the match, though. You can't do it at the end. They couldn't have done it at the end. They lost 5-1. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Imagine that. It doesn't really take the sheen off, does it? Uh, she's not going to go, you know what? I've regrets. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had a think. <laughs> <laughs> you big loser. I thought it was quite nice, did you yeah. not? No, it is nice. It was a shame they lost 5-1, though. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, there we are. On tomorrow's show, Jim, you're back with Luke and Jules. I am. Looking forward to it, big guy? Yeah, very much so. You're going to be talking about England's result against Hungary. I am. 
Yeah. My goodness. We're going to be glowing, I would imagine. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, let's hope it's let's not, hope an- so. not another 6-3. Yeah, imagine. I don't know. Of course, the, but the, no. That's the funny thing. The six three happened at Wembley in nineteen fifty three. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to have that much of a bearing on the result, but you never know. Do Probably you? not. But you know, we can't ignore history. Um, but the funny thing was is that some people don't know that that England were like, well, we'll play you again. We'll play in Budapest, and then they got beat seven one. Yeah. So See, actually, that, that's more. It's, that's funnier, isn't it? It is funnier. Yeah. Yeah. And a far bigger result. But there we are. The memory remains, everybody. Thank you very much for listening mm. to today's football round. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Ta-ta. See you soon. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.